0: The Dad presents Episode 13, The Return of Kosha Deals. It all starts right now.
1: Korean ladies don't smoke crack. Like, so, you, know, like I <laughs> this, you know,
0: Hello and welcome to the Dad Presents episode number thirteen, lucky number thirteen. Everybody, happy New Year, everybody! Happy New Year,
2: twenty
3: nineteen.
0: <laughs> happy holidays, it's Merry be Christmas! A good one. Oh man, and happy to bring in the New Year with you, Matt. Finally, you as well. It, all right. A good part Starting of it, off with
3: some positivity and love.
0: I, it, That's how we do. And it all went downhill after that. But really happy to, you know, 2019 has a lot of possibilities for us, folks. We love the fact that you remain interested in the show. Um, a lot of interest while we are away, a lot of support and encouraging words. Also, people say really bad things about us as well. But <laughs> mostly <laughs> like, you. Yeah.
3: yeah mostly they mo- they mostly like me. It's mostly <laughs> sure about they do.
0: you. Sure, no, but again, we appreciate it. Uh, let's bring in this new year, right, everybody. We're enjoying what we're doing. We hope you enjoy listening. Um, we've been away a minute, so let's catch up, Maddie. New Year's 2019. What's you know
3: what's what? What are you feeling like, man? I'm good. The break was was great. You know, lots of family time, all that good stuff with the kiddies, the presents. You know, I got to dress up as Santa again. Mm-hmm. I had a good time. Uh, we did a uh, Christmas Eve at my brother in law's and. Um, I don't know if I should say this on the air, but he's a very <laughs> important man in the Italian community out here in California. Some may say the most important man. Enough, and, um, enough said. Yeah, and I, I think he might have been trying to take me out because I walked away from their party with food poisoning, nearly died. <laughs> but I survived. I'm strong. Uh, it was good. Your, your New Year's Eve party was fantastic. I'm a little sad Doggy's not here today, but
0: you <laughs> get through. Still in Vegas. And yes, folks, he mentioned Doggy's out. Still yeah. in Vegas. at <laughs> No doubt it's Sapphire. <laughs> Look him up. Um, but he shall be back next next week. We got guests coming. We have Kosha Deals will be joining us shortly. We have a very special guest next week, and we'll we'll hold, you know, we'll keep you guys in suspense on that one. But ready to start 2019, um, on my end, this is you know how years start with me. You know, you start looking ahead at Certain appointments you have to make, and you have to go to the doctor. And those doctors' appointments and stuff like that, you, you got to get the prostate check. Got to get, got to. He's got to, got to look at my butt.
2: Yeah. you know,
0: and who can blame him for wanting to look at my butt? But anyway, so I got to get that on the schedule, and I'm always hesitant because my doctor is a bit of Has an fat asshole. Fat shack fingers. Well, no, he's actually got lovingly long, tender fingers, and he's gentle. Yeah,
3: but it's important. It's important in a doctor.
0: It is, but. He's a bit of an asshole because I think what he uses in, you know, what he uses is the doctor thing to say certain things that you wouldn't say to, like, normal people. Like Like what? Like, okay, so years ago, first prostate exam, okay? I'm nervous. First one's always the hardest. Yes, it is. And the most beautiful. (laughs) Depending how you look at it. But I'm nervous, okay? So he, you know... Gets me to relax a little bit. Sits me down. Says, "Hey, you know, I understand it's a big deal, but it's really not a big deal. It's something we got to do. Fine." He sits me down. First thing, he doesn't. He puts me in the fetal position first, which is not very manly. Second, he does not allow me to totally take off my underwear. So I have my underwear wrapped around my ankles, which is also that's bizarre. Not manly. Okay. So pick just picture that if you will. I'd rather not. Okay. Or if,
3: if you really want me to, go ahead. So he then gives me this lube. That is this... Why are you making a fist and getting all tensed up?
0: Well, because it, it angers me. Okay. And he didn't go with the
3: full fist. Uh, that's, that's I don't what think I he did. I thought that motion was <laughs> suggesting.
0: But he gives me this lube. It's the slipperiest shit you could ever imagine. Th- yeah. And actually, that's what it's for. Yeah. And that's a good name for the lube for your butt, slippery shit. But anyway, he puts the lube in my you butt. You didn't
3: make it two minutes into the new year without a pun. Two minutes. I'm
0: always looking to market <laughs> stuff. On, People I... buy shit like that. <laughs> okay. So he puts it on me. And then upon entering me okay with mm-hmm. his finger with his gloved hand should we play some romantic music now yeah, maybe, maybe. We'll, we'll cue that up but, but he, he puts his finger inside my anus and immediately asks me hey how's your mother doing
3: right well i mean what else are i gonna <laughs> ask you about with this finger in your ass maybe just silence <laughs> maybe just uh, you know i've been there too the silence is is deafening it's awkward. Sure, you sure. need a little, I want, I want a little conversation when someone's putting their hand in my ass.
0: Okay. Well, listen, you know, it doesn't. Ro-
3: romanticize me a little bit. Make me, loosen me up. <laughs> <laughs> Buy you dinner or something. Yeah, but
0: anyway, it doesn't stop there. Second time, next time I go, we go through the whole thing. He doesn't ask me about my mother in that time. It actually goes through smoothly. No issue. After the pr- procedure is done, he tells me, you know, I always appreciate you as a patient because you don't resist much. So yeah. well, <laughs> what? Am, I mean, I had a, you liked it. <laughs> that's, that's what, what I'm he's saying. saying. But he and you see, it's too much of a coincidence for him to say stuff like that because he knows he can get away with it because he's a doctor. So yeah. he's just talking. No, but I, I had all kind of questions about he's myself. calling You
3: a big gay pussy? Yeah, that's what he's doing.
0: Away. and i'm like well should i have fought him off should i like what should i have done like should i, I think
3: you should exercise your right to hashtag me too
0: i think i fella. think i've been violated but then okay and then check this out a couple years back me my wife and i have the same general practitioner kind of doctor okay so he's he sees my wife too we go together he sees her first after she's done i'm getting Wait a minute
3: your wife has a prostate
0: well, no, no, no. He's our general doctor. We, we need to talk. Our, checked, our check, our checkup doctor. The guy you go just for the general stuff. Okay, just make sure you know your vitals and all that other okay. stuff, whatever. So after she's finished, I roll into his office, or I, I roll into like the mini office or the office before his office, and he says, "Oh, your uh, your wife's in her in my office putting her clothes back on. Um, I'll see you in a minute."
3: Yeah. Th- if anyone, else,
0: you. If anyone yeah. else says that to you... No, he's taunting you. That's ass-whooping. Okay. So I'm reluctant. Did you whoop his
3: ass? He's a
0: doctor. I and can't. you're going back to see him this year? Got to see him this year. He's a good doctor, but he just talks a lot of shit. So it, th- that's what I'm looking forward to, or not looking forward to, at you know 2019. All right, well, good luck with that. Getting my physical from my doctor, who may or may not be taunting me about my asshole and about maybe... Sleeping with my wife in his office, so we'll find out. We'll have more details as we right, go I can't along. Can't wait folks. to hear the exciting conclusion <laughs> of that one. But anyway,
3: Maddie, my favorite part of the show, it's parent question time. Parent question time. We love it. So you know, because we've been off a couple of weeks, there were far too many questions to to read through them all. Wow, so what that's I did impressive. What I did is I, I read through about ten of them. I picked the the first one that caught my eye, mm-hmm. and then I got a the second one's going to be a special question. So here okay. we go. Question one. Lay it on me. This comes from Jared. What's happening, Jared? Not What's the up, Jared? Not the subway no, guy. No, no. Right? I, I knew that's where you were going to go with it <laughs> as soon as I saw the name. You're so predictable. Jared. Jared says, "Okay, Jared. I'm snipped, and I regret having been snipped. Mm-hmm. My wife wants to do it to our baby. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it." How can I win this argument, Jared?
0: First of all, thank you for sending your question in. I'm going to advise against it, Jared. Jared, let me tell you, you don't want that thing looking like it does without being snipped. I mean, if you watch porn man, when it it when it isn't, I mean, you are you are so mainstream
3: brainwashed, man. You don't. I mean, you don't want that. You don't, Jared. The, the look Jared wants that. Okay, he's specifically telling us that's what he wants. Don't you know, tell Jared what he wants. Well, I'm Jared just, knows knows what he wants. It's just not a very attractive penis. Don't you want an attractive what, what's penis? What's an attractive penis? You, you got d- describe full, it to me. You
0: got the full head going. You got I mean, you don't even know if you're hard sometimes if you got that that the sheet, the hood going. I mean, it's
3: looks like So you prefer a more sculpted penis. For myself. Yourself, correct. Penis. Let's get that straight. What does Dr. Jellyfinger have? <laughs> I don't
0: know. He's always behind me, so I don't know. I can't ever tell. But Jared it's a cleanliness thing. It's, it's a visual myth. thing. I I don't know why you would like that stuff just hanging out like that. It's, it's not, you know, and, and not only that, more and more women don't like it. So you're you're basically sentencing your, your poor boy, your son. Think of your son. You're sentencing him to a life of pointing at and funniness and laughing at a penis that nobody's comfortable with. That's covered in a shroud of mystery. And for no reason i mean women it, like mystery I, no they don't have you how,
3: all right finish your terrible advice and I'm, then okay. I'll, I'll
0: come in to save the day for you. all right Jerry. my thing is women is there is there like a support group for women who like you know the non circumcised penis if there if there are please let us know but i've not heard one positive thing from a woman about a non circumcised look penis.
3: man by the time the woman gets there yeah you're you're already in there Right, so you, you've you're you're already in there. Yeah, you don't show her your penis on the first date. You're not talking about it on if the first date. If you're lucky, date. a woman's not. If if a woman is sleeping with you, mm-hmm. she's not going to leave you the next day because your penis was uncircumcised. That's not how women operate. They're not as superficial about looks as we are. If she's letting you enter her body mm-hmm. with your erect penis, yeah, as long as long as you got you know a standard issue sized penis she's not dumping you because of what it looks like
0: but the thing is this is the thing everything is about the presentation and when you're dealing with something sensitive as i might get some versus i might not you don't want to have anything dissuade the female from allowing you to get where you want to get to if you pull something out that looks like an alien
3: what woman has has that ever happened in history where you're in the bedroom please women and a man's dropped his pants and the woman's like up i'm out there's, hesita- there's hesitation. There's no. I'm sure there's hesitation. Right. Finish up. No, this I'm is saying, terrible advice. You're I'm, gonna ruin Jared's. No, kid. Jared,
0: I'm telling you, man, listen, you're you're making it harder on your son. Get it done. That's what what people expect. His first time is gonna be So just, do
3: it because that's what people expect. I'm trying that's to get your son, advice?
0: I'm trying to get his son laid consistently. That's it. You don't want to have any hesitation from people, any reason to doubt why they should give it to you because they don't like looking at it or they're laughing at it with their friends. Again, so,
3: you don't you don't whip it out after dinner and before dessert no. and say, "Hey, do you like this?" But no, she you, doesn't even find out till you're already in the bedroom. That's not true.
0: You have to advertise as a guy. When you're trying you're to get about the, dick pics? All that he, you lose all that if you are non-circumcised. If you send her the hooded, you know, the you know, whatever you call it, <laughs> the non-circumcised regular penis. penis. irregular penis. Yes, a regular penis. That's what you, you call it. You give her a reason to doubt having sex with you. And so, you have to advertise. I I showed my wife while we were dating. We hadn't had intercourse and I said, you know what? I'm very confident in my shit. So, look at this. And, soon thereafter, we had sex. So, you have to It's everything is advertised. You
3: showed your wife a picture of your penis? No, I showed you had her sex?
0: in real life, like laying next to her. We were, you know, fooling around. Oh, you're
3: already in the bedroom. You yeah. didn't whip it out at dinner. No, but I mean I would have if she'd asked. You sound needy, man. You you showed your wife your penis before you slept with her? show sure. for approval. Because you have hey, look to look at ask this. Is this is this good enough?
0: If you're confident in your penis, you show it to whoever you like. Are you almost done with this terrible? No, I'm ser- just look at Instagram. You're not showing people aren't sending little bitty dick pics. They're Nobody's only...
3: putting dick pics on Instagram, or I'm, or, or I'm sorry, about? or
0: texting them, or whatever. No one's showing. Li- I'm telling you, Jared, Long story short, please have your son circumcised. It it it'll save him the headache. If you're into it and your wife's into it and you guys like that, great. But I'm just thinking of him later on down the
3: line. I'm I'm not against circumcision. I'm mm-hmm. circumcised. Mm-hmm. I just wish I had made that decision myself. I okay. Put it this way. Yeah. When a little girl in Africa has her clit cut off, yes. what do they call that? Same thing, circumcision, right? No, they call it genital mutilation, man. It's yeah. like a, a humanitarian crime. Yeah. They cut the clits off a little yeah, girl. Yeah, female
0: circumcision, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: This is the exact same thing. It is literally the exact same thing. The the skin that is the foreskin mm-hmm. is the same skin that will be a, a clit in a woman. The foreskin has more nerve endings than the entire penis. Sure, It's the most... Precious part of the penis.
0: Yeah, but it okay. I'm about to call you. So
3: you are you are decreasing that kid's sexual pleasure levels for life by by getting rid of the most sensitive part of his penis. Mm -hmm. The the whole myth that was started about cleanliness and hygiene and disease is not true. The statistics do not support that. It's it's just a myth. The only and and if it is unpleasurable Mm -hmm. to sight to some women, the only reason for that is because we've become accustomed. To seeing circumcised penises, if you go to countries where they don't do that, it's not unpleasurable to those women to see that.
0: You well, don't,
3: you don't make it's it's a cosmetic decision. It's one hundred percent a cosmetic decision. Sure, I'm and cu- you should not you should not be you are cutting off mm-hmm. a baby's dick. You're cutting off a baby's a piece dick. of it. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's barbarian. It's it's two thousand and nineteen. That is a barbaric thing to do, and it's time to move past that now. I'm not going to tell people not to get their children circumcised mm-hmm. if they want to. I would I would caution them to think twice about it and do some research. There's a lot of kids who get those surgeries fucking botched and end up with little nubs for penises. Yeah. That happens all the time. There's a, a famous transgender case where a little boy, there was an accident during the circumcision as a baby,
2: mm-hmm. lost
3: his dick. So yeah. they tried to turn him into a girl. Mm-hmm. They never told him, you know, that he was born a boy yeah, and he was confused his whole life and he ended up killing himself. Very famous case. Okay, There's a lot that can go wrong in that surgery. There's, there's way more infections caused by the surgery than prevented. Mm-hmm. So think about it twice. Now, Jared doesn't want to do it. I don't see any reason to talk him into doing it. If uh Jared Jr. later in life decides my my penis is fucking hideous, mm-hmm. I want to get this sculpted beautifully so that I can show it to my future wife sure. before I make love to her, <laughs> then he can go out as a grown up and get it circumcised but w- w- why if 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 Jared made the decision to cut off the tip of his son's nose for cosmetic reasons, would that be an okay thing to do it's Okay,
0: because it's you're not all, different.
3: You're all over the place. No, I'm not all. I'm you are all processing all
0: over the place. logical information. First of all, the lady or the, the the kid in Africa who lost his dick. This is a one. No, that in, wasn't a kid in Africa. Okay, that was a kid, kid, in kid in America. Kid in America lost. His Africa, sorry. they cut off
3: clits. Sorry, And my it's fault. considered a humanitarian crime.
0: Kid in America who here. lost his dick here mm-hmm. is a. Like a like winning the lottery. One in a million odds that this thing happens. Well, no, that's
3: one specific case. One specific, where okay. they try to turn him into a girl. But it happens often it's mm. something like three percent of circumcisions are botched.
0: Okay. It that, that's a high number. That's the three out is, of a hundred. That's with any procedure. What you're doing is you're looking but, so why take the risk? Well, you're looking at the future again. You're trying to do what the future is
3: less a less pleasurable sex life. Well that's no, the, the thing
0: is if you Okay. And that's another thing. the, the sensation of it. Who wants their dick more sensitive? It's, I, I do. No, I don't want. I'm I'm doing my best to make it last as long as I can.
3: Yeah, well, and I mean so you know, so I have a more maybe a more powerful mind. No powerful you? mind. No, I don't know. I, I have no I problem it, making it last. It,
0: and the thing is, if you made it too sensitive, you never leave the house. You'd be like, it, it's maybe great. So. It's great the way it is. You never. But wouldn't get you like done. to
3: know? Wouldn't you like to know how much better it could be? No, because it's pretty awesome. It's, it's pretty awesome. It's if, pretty good. It's if, like I'm good. If your whole dick has 5,000 nerves. Sure. And that part they cut off has 10,000 nerves, mm-hmm. sounds to me like it could be 200% better. Maybe. but it's, And again, my, my analogy with the nose, mm-hmm. I, that's off the, the top of my head, but how mm-hmm. is that different? You're cutting it, off a, a piece of a baby's body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One's acceptable, one's not. Well, it's because of the Norms. future.
0: Norms and yeah, norms what, are bullshit. And and the thing is, I think there is something to
3: cleanliness of it. There's not. I, I mean, think there talk, is. There's just not. That's just a fact. Because I'm telling you. But,
0: okay, so even if it isn't.
3: I mean, there was prior to the invention of soap. You're
0: Yeah, but even still, it's harder to clean. It, it, babies get sick, infection, all that stuff. You get, just be, take the safe way out.
3: All right, we got a split, jury on this one. We should yes. move on. Jared, just just stand firm. Just recite some of the statistics I just gave you. Don't do it, Look Jared. up the statistics. If your wife loves that kid, and I would assume she does, when she sees those statistics, sure, think twice about it. Free that horn, Jared. That's for dog. (laughs) dog. (laughs) Yes. All right. Question number two. Question number two. This comes directly from co-host Jay Maddie because I'm at a loss right now. Uh, As usual. I I don't know if I told you about what's going on with my kids. Uh, I haven't told the listeners, so I'll just give a refresher. Sure. My boys are best friends. They've they've shared a bed up until six months ago. We separated them. They're Mm -hmm. they're super tight, loving, affectionate kids. Mm -hmm. But they're boys. Yeah. Somewhere about two months ago they've started fighting sure and i've been of the the my strategy has been to give them other tools to work out their mm-hmm. problems to teach yeah. them to communicate to listen state your problem in a in a calm voice listen and then restate it and compromise mm-hmm. it hasn't been working so great maybe it's cuz they're 6 and 9 and they have no impulse control mm-hmm. so the situation is the 6 year old is a little bit of a dick and he loves <laughs> yes, to yes. instigate He loves to instigate <laughs> with the nine-year-old like they yeah. just you know her poke him and poke him and the nine-year-old will start whining about it mm-hmm. and the six-year-old will continue and then they end up rolling around fighting yeah so i've tried everything well maybe about a week ago i'm out on the couch i'm watching tv with them and the six-year-old's Kicking the nine-year-old, and the nine-year-old is a bit of, he's the sweetest boy in the world, but he might be a little too sweet, you know what I'm saying? He's a good kid, he's a good kid. a little too sweet. Okay. Bit of a pussy. (laughs) And the six-year-old's poking him, poking him, poking him, Mm -hmm. and then finally the nine-year-old starts crying about it, and Mm -hmm. I'm like, and I said to him in front of both of them, I'm like, you cannot let your little brother bully you like that, Mm -hmm. you need to stand up to him. Sure. So the six-year-old does it again, nine-year-old jumps on top of him, starts pounding him, Six-year-old's fighting back, but the six-year-old is losing. The nine-year-old's stronger. Mm-hmm. I let him go at it for about two, three minutes. The whole time, the nine-year-old's pounding on the six-year-old. The nine-year-old is crying. Mm-hmm. Six-year-old stone face. Sure, you know he's not going to let you know you're bothering him. Mm-hmm. Nine-year-old jumps off him. Thirty seconds later, six-year-old poking at him again. <laughs> nine-year-old jumps on him again, beats the crap out of him. Mm-hmm. Nine-year-old ends up crying. Six-year-old no tears. Mm-hmm. 30 seconds later, same thing three times. So fine, this goes on 15, 20 minutes. The third time, the mm-hmm. nine-year-old from his jiu-jitsu training put mm-hmm. him in an arm bar and was going to snap the motherfucker's arm, <laughs> but I made him tap out and I separated him. I, I sat and watched this for 15, 20 minutes sure. without saying a word. I just mm-hmm. let him fight right next to me. Mm-hmm. And because um, I thought maybe let, let the nine, nine-year-old demonstrate his strength over the six-year-old yes, and maybe the six-year-old back hasn't worked. Mm-hmm. The fighting has continued and I'm reaching out to you, B, the listeners. Right on. Somebody help me.
0: Okay. This is going to be controversial. I'm going to say that. I'll preface it by saying this. What you have here is you have two boys and at some point, whether it's now, ten years from now, five years from now, you're going to have a conversation with both of them about who's the man in the house. And this is a, a famous story with... Well, me. I'm the man in the house. Of course. But this is the thing. My This, this is a story... Uh, I was about 18, getting ready to go to school. I was kind of fucking around in high school, not doing what I was supposed to do. And it was sort of like, "Ah, I'll go to college or I won't or whatever, you know, that sort of bullshit thing. So my father sat me down. He said, "Okay, well, you can do one of two things. You can go to school or you can go work. However, you will do neither in this house because there's you're of age. It's time for you to either go to school or go to college. And there is a theory that there is only one man in the house. Okay. That's me. I, right. And that was my dad. And so it woke me up very quickly. And I said, okay, I'm gonna go to school and whatever. What you have to do now is tell, and I think they're at right at about the right age, the six and the nine year old, that, okay, we've tried everything. I'm out of options. I've asked you guys, I've, you know, given you guys stuff to do to, you know, use up some of that energy. You've done all the parent, good parenting things you can do. What now you have is martial law. And now you're going to say, okay, so from this point on, when you guys fight each other, you're gonna—that's sending a message to me that says, "You guys are men. You guys are the men of the house." Well, that can't be because I'm the man of the house, and the only way to settle that is for Daddy to get involved. Uh-huh. And I'm not saying throw them out of a window or you know beat them to their senseless. I had a cousin that would beat the shit out of me just to toughen me up, and I was about six years old, and he was probably fifteen. I like where you're going with yeah. this. What you want to do is give him, and yeah, I don't know if you remember this. This is a term everybody. Knows. Give him a frog in the leg, get in the hat, right in the the meaty part of that thigh.
3: Give him a knot. Who, who am I giving that to? Both of them. Yes, you are. So if the, if they fight, then you fight. I establish you're, my dominance. Over you there.
0: are because they are. What they're telling you is, "Fuck you, dad. Fuck what you said. We are now the men of the house, and we're going to fight over dominance of this house." And you're like, "No,
3: no, no, no. I want to be involved. Hmm. I need to fight." And All right. The thing is that you're right that is controversial but sure. and and props to you Thank so you. the listeners know I don't I don't give B these questions ahead of time. I think you that's did. actually advice I might use. I might try that. Yeah. I, Just a, I might little, try you know that. the You fraud. know and I I've I've made that threat. I've said, you know, the next next time you guys mm-hmm. scruff, I'm going to scruff with you, sure. but I have not backed it up. Mm-hmm. Much like I criticize my wife for doing cuz frankly I don't I don't want to hit my kids. No no but, one does. Um, yeah. Um but if I make it like that, like they're fighting, now we're all fighting. Yeah, everybody because they're, they're understanding. You're that, defending that's, your ground. That's real world yeah. shit, right there.
0: Yeah, you are the man of the house. You've been assigned the duty to fight for your family, and you have other two other fighters in the house. Right. Well, they're trying to take your job. They're
3: not res- respecting my laws of the nope. house. They're they're clearly trying to show me up that they are the men of the house. Mm-hmm. So let's find out.
0: Attack those thighs, and also because it's winter, they're not wearing shorts, so no one will see the bruises. Oh, they, they don't even. Look. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> No, you had
3: to push it too far. <laughs> I'm just saying. Thigh meat is good. No, I'm not, I'm not gonna fun. hit him that hard. Yeah. Just Trust, you don't have to hit the nine year old too hard to make him cry. No, just a nice I one. can just stare at him or start crying. Yeah. He's, he's he's pretty soft. You know, a nice solid you, know, punch. you know what's amazing about you know the whole nature versus nurture argument? Mm-hmm. I've raised both my kids in unconventional ways that a lot of people don't approve of, but they're both really good kids. They, they are they're, they're honestly good they are kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've raised them exactly the same, mm-hmm. and they could not be more different. One's into sports and rough and tough and tumble, and the other is a little artsy fartsy sweetie pie. Sure, it's a it's just you know there's only so parenting only gets you so far. That's a lot of it's just their genetics.
0: But you come from a big family. Look at you, your brothers, your sister. Would you hang out with any of those people in real life if you if you were related to them?
3: Yeah, man, I love my brothers I and sister.
0: Mean, I mean, but like, would they We'd be, hang with if I met them? Yeah, you'd you'd yeah. hang. Not all of them. Not all of them. I'm not
3: going to say which ones. (laughs) Well, that's what I'm
0: saying. Yeah. So I have two sisters. Love them to death. And we could not be more different. But on New Year's, they were among the first people I texted and said, you know, to the, I think I said something like the two, two of the first women in my life. I love you. Happy 2019 or 19. I'm dating way back, 2013. 2019. And that's it. But you, your parents only control the sex part of the birth. What comes out after is anybody's guess. Well,
3: I, no, I, I think it's, I think it's, it goes with the argument, nature versus nurture. There's mm-hmm. no clear. It's both. Yes. It's definitely both. Sure. Sure. All right. So uh, keep those questions coming, listeners. And uh, we appreciate it, Jarrett. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate all the questions. Sorry we couldn't get to more of them. Um, we're going to get into what else is going on. Let's do it.
0: Well, 2019, um, reliving some of these uh, old past issues from the year before, you know, and I've been a fan of Louis C.K. and you're a huge fan of Louis C.K. Love him. K. best ever. Um, he can't seem to get out of trouble with people, and
3: well, it's because once you're on their their naughty list, yeah,'re they're, they're just going to keep their foot on your throat. Yes, and and I like what he's doing now. You can recap it, but I like that mm-hmm. he's he's starting to push back. He's mm-hmm. the first one who's really starting to fight back a little bit.
0: Sure, and he you know recently took the stage, coming back. I guess I don't know if you can call it a comeback tour, but that's what he's doing. He's getting back out there. Uh with this comedy and people are upset because he I, I guess I don't know if you can call it an attack during a comedy show, but he said some things that raise questions from folks because he's he,
3: always done
0: that. Exactly. <laughs>
3: but he, I mean his last special started with an abortion joke sure. and a child fucking joke. Sure. So and people loved it then. It's but then then he was on their team. He was a Hillary supporter. He was mm-hmm. a he was a Trump-hater. He was on their team. Now mm-hmm. they see him as the opposition, and they're going to come down on it. But you got the clip? Play the clip.
0: Yeah, this is where he attacks or mentions or just makes fun of the Parkland, uh, sco- not making fun of the shooting, but the students who have become activists as just a result the of the shooting. And here comes the clip. I don't know.
4: They testify in front of Congress, these kids? What the fuck? What are you doing? You're young. You should be crazy. You should be unhinged. Not in a suit saying, I'm here to tell fuck you. You're not interesting. Because you went to a high school where kids got shot. Why does that mean I have to listen to you? How <laughs> does that make you interesting? You don't get shot. You push fat back in the way. I now mean, I gotta listen
0: to you talking. So that's the clip, and I'll let you start first.
3: Yeah. I mean, okay, look. Mm-hmm. let's all get a fucking grip. <laughs> now, the first thing, people were laughing. Yes, It's a comedy show. Mm-hmm. Now, number one, he's up there doing an hour of new material. He sure. has not been on stage in a year. He's doing mm-hmm. an hour of new material. I, I don't know if you, you know much about comedy or people out there know much about comedy, but what comics do is they get up there and they try new material and see what works and see what doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I listened to the whole hour set it was fucking hysterical the entire hour. He made fun of of himself more than anybody else. Sure. And they're gonna pull out this one clip where the the judgment to to make fun of the Parkland kids is a little bit questionable. But the audience laughed. Mm-hmm. And that's his job is to make people laugh. Now you can say it wasn't funny or whatever, and you can choose to be offended if you want, but um He's just doing what comics are supposed to do, and he's the best in the world at doing it. So mm-hmm. I don't, I don't get what all, all the outrage is about. I don't understand. Here's what I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Number one, I still don't understand what the hell the man did that was wrong. Mm-hmm. The, the worst thing I can say about what he did is it was really weird. Okay, sure. but you got people equating him with rapists. By my understanding, and by his confession, mm-hmm. and all accounts of from the women. He asked women if he could jerk off. Sure, They said yes, he jerked off. Mm-hmm. Where is the crime in that? Yeah. If the story was I asked these girls to have sex, they said yes, we had sex. Mm-hmm. It's a non-story. It's just cuz it's weird, right? Yeah,
0: and you, know, you yeah, it's a good question. Where's the crime in that? He's never been charged with anything, which is probably the first indicator. It is weird, but
3: people what... are weird, man.
0: And then the thing is, what is he supposed to do? In the meantime, does he just not perform, or I mean, he took a year off. So, like,
3: how how much do you want to punish the guy?
0: Yeah, and I mean, he's back at work. He's doing what I think he was put here to do. And folks, if you don't want to hear it, don't go to the show. Right. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and don't dissect. And like you said, he did an hour of fresh material. They dissected. I think that was a one minute and thirty four clip. Yeah. Out of an entire show from a comedian. Who historically has been on the edge and has said things far worse sure. than, than what he said? So I think it's time to give him a break on that. He is not in that Bill Cosby realm where he is charged of, of rape and ultimately convicted, or Harvey Weinstein where he's been accused and charged of rape or whatever.
3: Um, it, Here's the thing: he yeah. was one of those, or he was one of the original Me Too people. Mm-hmm. So this this movement has taken on a life of its own and they can't like they can't go and concede and give points to somebody like louis ck because it discredits the movement i think that's what's going on i also think it's just more of the um you know the the outrage for fun type Mm -hmm. of thing people just enjoy it and Mm -hmm. it's it's sad to see yeah no and
0: speaking of louis ck again he he's like a magnet for shit lately um they dug up a clip from 2011 of what is it? It's him. It's Seinfeld. It's Ricky Gervais. It's Chris Rock, and they're talking. You know, as comedians talk, and the term the N word comes up. Okay, and we'll let you. Uh, as I try to find this clip, we'll we'll let you listen to it, and we'll come back and respond
4: people are rich, they're just rich forever and ever. Even their kids are rich. But when a black guy gets rich, it's count down to when he's poor. What's going
2: on? He's the blackest
4: white guy I fucking know. And and all the the negative things we think about black people, this fucker.
2: You're saying I'm a nigger.
4: Yes. You are the niggerest fucking white man (laughs) I have ever ever. I I don't think he, he could do that. Oh well, I don't mm-hmm. think he has. Those two, he I mean, I, I mean you, don't know, know. you don't even understand. Really? You don't? You don't really know. Him, like I've worked with, him. you know, I like don't. you're no. about. You know, yeah. I wouldn't know. Uh, exactly. Things yeah, two. and Chris two. is too. We, we, we say nigger, nigger on stage. On stage. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't. That's a, <laughs> yeah. yeah We're that's right. That's right. We say nigger on stage, you guys. don't. that's definitely apparent. Who, who we say you on stage. We don't. <laughs> you two did. Yeah. That's right. Uh, yeah. You and me say nigger no, 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 in no, private. No, no, these two, guys, <laughs> these two guys don't. I don't believe he says it in private. i have given it up just because it's played. I don't believe right. it's. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you've ever said it probably in your life. No, no,
0: no. no. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's huge difference between you and me. I think.
4: Well, you you found the humor of it. Yeah. I haven't found it. Right. right. Nor do I yeah. seek it.
0: And yeah, you at the end you can hear Jerry Seinfeld yeah. is and yeah, well he's,
3: he's he's squeaky clean his comedy sure so and
0: and he's not going to go there and the thing is listen to the um guy Colin Cowherd going in a sports thing but he always refers to Jerry Seinfeld as someone who's very serious about comedy and he's very serious about that check and sure. so when things serious about that money yeah when things kind of got weird with you know as they always do with the N word. He was the first to say, oh, no,
3: I'm not going down this avenue. Yeah, because... I get that. <laughs> yes. he, he's protecting himself. That, sure. That's great. But sure. first question, mm-hmm. you said this is from what year? I think it's 2011. Okay, so what are we talking about?
0: Well, the, uh, you know, just expanding on what we've been saying about Louis C.K., when you are on the naughty list, people make an effort. And yeah. I don't know where this clip came from. Never heard from it previous, about it previously or whatnot. But if it shows him in a bad light, you can bet – that you're going to see it.
3: <laughs> right. <laughs> but again, reason. this is nothing new. He says it in his act. I sure. remember specifically. And mm-hmm. okay, so, you know, we, we end up talking about the N-word quite a, a, a bit on this show. And mm-hmm. I it's just, this word needs to get demystified. Mm-hmm. It's time. It's time we release, we release the tension around this word and declassify it. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much that's happened with every other word not this one. And is 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 race still a problem in America? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Does does everybody who says that word mm-hmm. a racist? No. You no. can say that word like Louis CK has joking. Let let me I've made the speech to you before that, that the words you say don't matter. It's the intentions of your work. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. So that even applies to this word. The one word I won't say in it, I, and it's not, <laughs> I won't not say it because I don't want to say it. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd have a good time saying it with you and dog. <laughs> I don't say it because I only have permission of one of the two men <laughs> on the podcast. That's why I don't say it. And that's that's really silly because it doesn't change what's in my heart sure. whether I'm saying it or not. No. And let me, let me Go demonstrate ahead. something mm-hmm. to you, okay? Mm-hmm. So, you, you sent me this clip today, I listened, and, and I thought about it, and I wanted to present this in a way that would make good sense. Okay. All right. Mm. The words you say don't matter, right? Mm-hmm. And I can prove that. Okay. So pretend Dog's sitting there. He's not. He's that sapphire. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> tell Dog that you love him and use that word in the way that black guys will use with each other. Oh, man. Go ahead and say it. Love you, my nigga. Right. That's all good. Right. All, right. Now, all right. Now it's my turn. I'm going to say it to Dog. Okay. All right, I'm going to say the same word. <laughs> you guys are a bunch of freaking, right? I didn't say it, but it got tense. You felt the air yeah, come was out the air. of the room a little bit, I, right? I, you're right? absolutely right. I didn't say a bad word, mm-hmm. but what I said, mm-hmm. it was no good because sure. I I was saying something shitty, Yeah. right? Yeah. You were saying the same word, but with love,
1: mm-hmm.
3: right? Yeah. Now, uh, let's try another. Okay. All right. How about Yobi? Yeah. You're my favorite motherfucker. Okay. That's a nice thing to say to a guy. Sure. You're my favorite motherfucker. Got it. Right? Yeah. I, I just said the F word. My heart is warm. Yes. Yeah. It's good. All right. But now, if I say, B has sex with his mother, <laughs> no swear words, that's a shitty thing to say. Sure. I called you a motherfucker, mm-hmm. but I said it in a way that expressed love mm-hmm. versus accusing you of having sex with your mother. Yeah. You see, that? see what I'm saying?
0: Mm-hmm. No. And we've gone through this before, and my theory is still the same. This is the thing. Black people own the word. They do. It's in exchange for the slavery and everything else that happened.
3: If that's all you got for slavery, that's a shitty deal.
0: It's been a shitty deal for black people their whole life. So that shows you how shitty the deal was. And then what's even more shitty is the only thing that you could have an exclusive, everybody wants to use. So that's even more shitty. So,
3: well, the, be, I, you know, black people are cool. You made the word cool, and now I, we want it. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know? Yeah, the Indians had the same thing where they, sh- you know, make corn if, and Thanksgiving ha, cool, too. I think
3: it's time yeah. to pay the ancestors of slaves mm-hmm. reparations. It's time. It's time to make good on that, sure. move on from it, get rid of affirmative action, get rid of everything else in society that makes us different from you and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Get rid of all that, make up as best we can for the wrongs of our ancestors mm. pay reparations and then we can walk around the streets sure. yelling well this is the thing
0: they again the ownership of the word goes to the black people they get that that being said when you're a comedian you get a certain kind of poetic license louis ck if if i go to a louis ck show and he says the n word and it's funny as hell i don't i walk away no problem but if he misses, and that's the thing, is, is a comic. You are a home run hitter. You are a lot of times hitting a home run, or sure. you're striking out. If he strikes out, yeah. he gets the Bill Maher treatment. He right. gets Ice Cube coming on the show yeah. the next week, <laughs> right, and all that other stuff. Um, what and I don't think there but was that's a, with any sure. uh,
3: racy joke, you yeah, know, like his his abortion joke that he opened his last special with. That was risky as hell. Sure. But he pulled it off.
0: And he got the home run. No one left. You know, fans who went there to see him were not offended, and everybody had a good night. Exactly. The thing that happened in there that got weird is that, and people have to know, you know, to have context, he's written for Chris Rock before. Right. So you can imagine the two of them, if they've known each other, worked each other for years— the amount of N-words that have flown in writing for him or writing with him or whatever. Hey, Chris, what do you think about this idea? If you say such and such, such and such, and that's fine. And they have a friendship and a partnership. They respect each other's work, whatever. The issue is, is and you can tell Chris got uncomfortable, too. Because he, if you look at the video, he goes to his cup and takes like a swig right. as, as this thing is happening. Chris forgot to have the, the talk that I have with you sometimes. When you have a white friend, you have to have that talk. Be like, hey, look, I love you. But don't make me look bad in front of other black people. Don't do it. Do not use that word. And you're using it in front of friends. They're looking at me like, what the hell is up with your friend? And that's what happened. So he's fortunate. I, I understand what you're saying. You know what I
3: mean? I understand what you're saying with that. Yeah. But it's, it's like this. the only way the word gets demystified is mm-hmm. if everybody just starts using it in a jovial way. Mm-hmm. And it just becomes... I mean, there's a lot of kids... Mm -hmm. who white kids who use that word, they grow up in, in, in mixed neighborhoods and they throw it back and forth and it's no big deal. Yeah, And I think that's a good thing. It's the same, it's, Mm -hmm. it's kind of the same argument I present for cultural appropriation, Mm -hmm. right? The world's up in arms about, uh, you know, eating, eating tacos on Tuesday, like, you know, stupid things like this. White people can't have dreadlocks, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. Cultural appropriation what that is is mm-hmm. you have a community of one group of people living close to a community of another group of people, yeah. and the culture bleeds between the two of them, mm-hmm. and that's beautiful. It's a thing that should be celebrated, not condemned. when When our when our cultures are bleeding together, we're 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 bonding.
0: No, I, I if you want to have dreadlocks in your white, go for it. I have no problem. I, I think that cultural appropriation is the dumbest shit ever. But the thing is, is you you say if everybody could just say it in, in a way that whatever. The problem is, is that everybody won't. And that's where you have to kind of keep things, you know, there has to be sort of a code of ethics with that word. If you could even say it, it's a horrible word. Can I justify why I say it? No. The only thing I can tell you is that when I started playing basketball in elementary school, that was how the older kids addressed the younger kids. Hey, who do you have on your team? Um, I'm going to pick Lil Nick over there. And from that point on, that's what I was. And that was my word or whatever. And it, it, Rolls off your tongue sometimes so fast you don't even know you said it. As a matter of fact, we were, I was at a, <laughs> at a birthday party uh, with a, a friend of mine who has a kid. And then after the party, you know, the adults get around and they're talking. And there was a white guy in the room. And I had had a couple of drinks, so I'm comfortable. And I actually said it in front of the white guy. And the looks that I got from my black friends, and then after the white guy left... I got talked about, and they said, "Why would you say that in front of him?" I said, "I got un- I was comfortable, right, when I and I said there's, it."
3: There's just no reason yeah. for everyone to be all tense about this. Like, it, yeah. There was no bad intentions from you, mm-hmm. and and you, and you say how it becomes very casual and it just rolls off your tongue. Sure, that and that you know. It's never casually rolled off my tongue mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm, but the more time I spend in this room with you and dog, <laughs> and I hear that thrown around casually, it's only a matter of time till one of these times it just slips out. Sure. That's just, that's that's just it human nature. No, it, right?
0: Yeah. And it, I can't justify it. It's not good for me to say it. However, that's, it's been 45 years. I don't know what to tell you. We'll be back with more on The Dad Presents After These Words.
3: Yo, B. What's happening? You, you notice how chill and sexy I'm looking right now? Uh, no comment on that. Well, y- y- you notice. Don't pretend you didn't notice. Mm, quite the opposite, <laughs> but what are you getting at? You want to know why I'm looking so chill and please, so sexy right now? Please stop talking and just <laughs> tell me what, what you're doing. It's It's MeUndies. At. I'm feeling good. I'm wearing me undies. I feel good. And when you feel good, you look good. Are we really talking about your underwear right now? i are talking about my underwear. I don't want to talk about your underwear. undies are the best underwear you can get out there. And our listeners, we got a code for you. If you want some undies, if you want to feel fresh, if you want to look good, Go to MeUndies.com, use the code word by 20 for 20% off. That's a bargain at any price. So you, you said these are the best underwear you can get? Look at me right now.
0: I don't want to. Look at me. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Go to MeUndies, <laughs> do what he said with the code, get them, they're great underwear, that's all I'm going to say about it. My nuts are so tight. I, I, you took it too far.
3: We, we got book. Kosha Dills, oh, he, he was on a previous episode, he is a rapper, yeah. and he's uh, back in town.
1: Back in town. You're wow. good, you're good. Slow, welcome, slow. welcome,
0: welcome, welcome, welcome. No, we, uh, we... Give me the premise of the... Uh... <laughs> the argument, yes.
1: Basically, of, like, b- what, b- b- what did b- b- you guys b- t- talked you... about before I got here? Was it like a, t- like a, like a, like a drastic change,
3: or was it like a slow... Well, we talked about circumcisions, and, yes. and now we're talking about the <laughs> N-word. So nice, nice light stuff. One, <laughs>
1: yeah. um, I'm, well, I'm stoked to be here. Live in yeah, studio. thanks for coming. No, know, I'm
0: well. glad. Last time we caught you and you were trying to eat and we, we, <laughs> <Was> Yeah, you're having <laughs> <at> a, <laughs> you're you're at a wrong taco joint. Oh well, <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. Man. But no, Kosha, you've uh, been doing shows here. How how's New Year's going? How's the shows keep get us up to date?
1: Well, New Year's is over. So if anyone was <laughs> 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 just if anyone's like still um no, nah, I uh yeah, man, it's 2019 so far is my first podcast of the year. I Sweet, like, I could do one of those like hashtag inspirational posts. I'm out here grinding. You know, I got, a, <laughs> I got a, my first podcast. What did you got? Now, um, yeah, last year was awesome. I met this fine gentleman in uh, Austin City Limits, mm-hmm. um, which was really cool. Yeah, and um, I finished. Yeah, I did a New Year's show with my friend Flavia. At, like this one is like sort of a Burning Man esque party, yeah, and okay. I just did a guest appearance and. I do every year I street perform outside the Rose Bowl, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, that's what I do like every year, man. Yeah, I cut that of... uh,
3: Instagram video. That's, yeah, that's cool. You do a lot of that, just uh, performing out on the street. I just, I don't know. I could get a regular job where I'm like, do
1: you know, just if you're not, if you do 100 shows a year and those all those shows don't, you know, have 300 people at every single one of them, you should mm-hmm. probably do other things to make some money, and I'm yeah. just like, well, you know, I, w- I wanted to get there, so I'll just rap on the street.
3: Yeah, yeah. Let me ask you about that the 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 rapping on the street. So I, I listen, I listen to, them, I follow you on Instagram, and this hip
1: hop is from the streets. Yeah, <laughs> literally. I mean, I mean,
3: they're entertaining. And here's here's my question: for as many as you put up on there, I can't fathom that that's all off the top of your head. Are you pre writing these verses, or, or is it just straight freestyle? Believe it or not, yes, yeah, it's, it's all. Like, I'll think of things,
1: and there's a lot of stuff. Like, obviously, if you say, you know, cat, you might say. Bat. Rat. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you say. That's pretty good. Dedicated. Elevated. Almost made it. Ejaculated. Yeah. Uh yeah, <laughs> hey, like, go. uh, <laughs> yeah. uh yeah. And then you're like. Keep going. Yeah. So uh, uh, sometimes <laughs> you got, like, the little <laughs> openers. And, like, sure. when people are walking by, you know, for instance, at the Rose Bowl, you know, you could read. It's a really prime example. There's 80,000 people. So you. You know, at a football game anywhere, mm-hmm. and you're street performing, and your like main goal is just honestly, someone's gonna come through with the vlog, someone's gonna come through with, you know, um, they're really wasted, they have tons of cash, they're gonna throw it at you, they're they're gonna buy everything yeah. from you. You know, you, you don't really know, and so you're gonna see, you know, one, you know, or four black dudes and one Asian guy. Now, <laughs> that joke could go any direction, <laughs> but there's something that. Will make you laugh when you say Asian guy in a rap. And sure, yeah. It's just a crazy fly, maybe high. And what do you know? There's four black dudes with their one Asian guy. And everyone's like, oh my God, I'm going to Asian dude. And just every time it just never fails. I don't know why it's so funny or if God just created like the essence cool. of it's just that punchline whenever you say Asian guy. Asian guys are funny. But it also works for you know the seven white dudes from Columbus, Ohio Ohio <laughs> State played and there's like the one black guy and they're like yeah. Or when the two black guys are walking around you know you say something about a bunch of drunk white dudes around them and they're like okay. silently nod and they laugh and I don't know it's kind of like there's so many variations of ways you could do it. I mean like, like the lottery right there's like four like four rows of numbers and then Mm. there's millions of possibilities, right? Right. So but you hit the lottery every time you say Asian guy. It just it just home. But that's (laughs) I mean and this is this is a perfect segue because we were talking about, you know, how comedians sort of have a
0: poetic license with using, you know, even the N-word if it's funny. And if you are rapping black comedians, white well, we got into this thing with Louis C.K. That I don't know if you saw the uh, clip. They they rehashed it because Louis C.K. has, I guess, been under uh, on target or uh, under the eye of uh, a lot of haters. He says it in his act. Yeah, he, he has a whole bit about sure. about it.
3: And uh, Joe yeah. Rogan says it in his act. There's a mm-hmm. lot. There's some white comedians who throw it out there. Yeah, yeah.
0: and it, and I And I was just saying, comedians have you know you gotta kind of have to give them a little bit of poetic license if it's funny. It works, but if it becomes awkward, then it's the worst thing ever. And I think, yeah. you know, Bill Mar, it's up to you to take that chance. Sure, sure. And I'm it's good. like that. In I'm rap, good. I'm sure. I <laughs> won't.
1: You know, no. It's like well, so mm-hmm. years before the internet, mm-hmm. when people were rapping, there was a slew. Like, you know, there wasn't even MySpace yet. Like people were, you know, all your black friends, especially from the East Coast in New York, like and you were like the white dude down in hip-hop, you know, all black people were calling you the N-word. <laughs> I mean, it was just standard. Puerto Ricans, specifically. Everybody. And specifically on the East Coast, Spanish people on any level ha- always have a pass to say it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just yeah, come that's up interesting, in recent huh? time. Huh? Yeah. Well, and, oh, but, but on But mm-hmm. on the West Coast, mm-hmm. there's not, um, like Mexicans don't say it or and not to say there's only Mexicans Sometimes here, but Puerto do. Ricans Sometimes. And d- yeah but mm-hmm. Puerto Ricans and Dominicans definitely on the west coast and be like huh like they don't yeah. really well you have that I wonder you know, why African culture that is
0: in the Dominican and in Puerto Rico because a lot of those people are you could make the argument a lot of times they Island, make the argument yeah. is that they're black they're black you know Dominicans they're black Puerto Ricans well Dominicans black. for sure yeah. yeah and so that's what you get and then it's like you throw that in with the Spanish, and then a Spanish-speaking person who may not have that African culture with them then may think that, oh, okay. But he this has it, all
1: and... been a fun—like, like this definitely took surface, but then I mean, there was tons of white dudes or rappers saying it before, like, because on, no one was—there were no movements against certain things. They were just—they mm-hmm. got a pass, and no one was really like— it wasn't getting broadcasted. So if it was, it was like in, in your face, like sure. you were like at a show and you're like, Oh, I don't think you should do that.
3: <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So the yeah. interesting thing is the greatest white rapper for sure. Maybe the greatest rapper ever, Eminem, he's never thrown it out there. No, if no. anybody would have, a pass on it you think it'd be him he's never gone there the greatest white rapper could <laughs> say it only him he has a special card that he uses so hey tell us about your, your trip to Israel you're just over there pretty cool um, oh yeah so
1: I was in Israel for what was I November? Like, what month is it it's January I was there mm-hmm. like all of November after the tour my tour finished in Vegas drove to the airport basically and then left and then I was gone for like a month mm-hmm. um, yeah man I love it it's like my family everyone in my family is from there including my brothers and we have a house out there so it was, it was no.
3: strictly like a family thing or did you perform out there too I
1: perform out there I mean I, anywhere I go I don't really have the luxury I was really don't see the purpose of going to places if I'm not performing almost mm. so i do music everywhere so i'm like okay we're gonna go to this place okay where are we gonna do a show at because that's how i meet that's like my entire lifeline you know mm. so when i was there i played a bunch in jerusalem i played once in tel aviv and you know this time i was kind of doing a lot of research because i plan on re- relocating there and like living half the year oh yeah there. oh wow yeah mm-hmm. and um and then you know doing a lot of my tours in the u.s because i have an agent here so it's like hey come over to america make money Live in Israel, don't make any money. <laughs> it's not like it's like it costs the same amount to live there as like maybe really? rent in L in in L A. Yeah, wow. like if you want to live in Tel Aviv specifically, you know, um, I my family has a house up in the north, but it's like hella far away from like society. <laughs> like, true. not it's not. It's just a very small so, town. So why
3: are you making that decision? I don't know. You I just, just think uh, yeah, I just want to try it
1: out there. Go Europe. Do you know? I just want to. I'm like. My whole family, my first language was Hebrew. I just really want to get better with that, mm-hmm. so I was, think. I was wondering,
3: th- so yeah, when so you're, so you're doing speak, shows over there, do you do you rap in Hebrew? I mean, I have
1: songs that are, like, mixed in with Hebrew, and I want to start doing that and just being better. And going to Ulpan, I'll go, mm-hmm. and I'll really brush up on language. Yeah, and and just be- being there is, like, how you speak. Because everyone in, around the world speaks English, so if you don't speak their language, maybe in France they don't, but... Um, it's just you have to make is in israel especially everyone's like oh yeah i'll just practice my english with you mm-hmm. and the whole thing in hebrew is like confidence so you have to like really speak with conviction and they're like no 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 it's okay i speak english i speak it's okay i want to uh... and you're like no 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 you know yeah. and you start speaking in hebrew and they're like okay you know and then it's it's hard it's just like you always you know to speak in English, so why don't you talk in English? I mean, <laughs> and just go back. <laughs> You've you know? done stuff in Spanish too, though, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was just speaking Spanish oh, he's today. A trilingual, my, yeah. Trying anything, fire, <laughs> fire. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you know, you're speaking in Spanish, and I'm like, man, uh, I like forgot a lot of the forms. Like, mm-hmm. so I know the word and the root of the word, and you just got to be on language, or else you will. If you don't use it, you will lose it.
3: Man. Yeah. yeah, no, that's true. That's you can't, true. you can't freestyle in in Hebrew, can you? Not so good, yeah. not
1: so good. That'd but, be impressive. You know, I mean, very like, just like a bad person could freestyle in English, yeah. I could freestyle <laughs> in Hebrew. So. Right, yeah. No, one thing... Big up to the studio, this is really cool, man. Yeah. Oh, I was just thanks. thinking that, like, I met you in Texas, and we were on the phone, and here <laughs> we are here, and it was just... It's funny how those things happen, right? Yeah. <laughs> and now you
0: have a family, a, a white, black, and Jewish family. You, right. you never here. knew, yeah, Right here. So when can I ask to borrow money?
1: Yeah, right now or later. <laughs> Whenever you, f- I mean, you could ask any time. I mean, was people that a, outside seven eleven do it. To
0: <laughs> me. Is that
3: what just happened? It wasn't. <laughs> no, you, I mean, oh, it wasn't Jewish. Damn. I'll ask.
0: I'll ask you to borrow money too. I mean, That's you that know it's the answer. No, it's a family joke. That, <laughs> Whenever family someone
3: in his family is family, joke, like, oh dude, I, I, I don't twenty five dollars. It felt yeah. like a Jewish joke. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> offended.
0: No, and speaking of that,
3: we got
1: we say people ask me for money every day. Yeah. I mean just anywhere in LA, you just go inside somewhere and somehow one dollar. I actually yeah. just thought of something today. There was this eight a- like it was Asian lady, and I just thought like I was thinking of this bit, this comp- and I'll go into because I just went to uh, the comedy store yesterday. So I oh, think favorite, like, yeah. favorite place. I'm actually doing a roast battle there next no week. Shit. So yeah, no shit. Yeah, you guys should roll way. up. Yeah. I will so, do uh, that. Yeah, Tuesday. Wait, a, a roast like a battle rap roast? Jeff Ross, dude? Or yeah, what? yeah so. really. I mean, yeah, what do you I'm mean going, you're doing? I'm that? going in. Yeah, I have. A, I'm going against somebody. You're, there so You're doing day. comedy. Mm-hmm. So nice. it'll be. Out if, so this will be out, or I'll this is am. this yeah, live, just, or it'll so be out no, go more. on. Yeah, we'll get it out. So yeah, you guys can watch on Periscope. Obviously, I don't know if you're in L.A. You could get tickets online. Sure. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go. I, it's, yeah, I love that place. That'll dude, be fun. That'll be a good time. <laughs> anyway, this Asian lady is like asking me I she was like saying hi to this woman she was like hi good morning and the woman was kind of like reserved a Spanish you know girl that was working it was like a a, a windshells. It's like the 24-hour one but they got yeah. like legit coffee and I was like yo yeah, I'm gonna roll up there real quick and mm-hmm. do my egg and cheese air today because I went to Bank of America and then I'm like all right she, she is' just interesting I just thought the woman was there because mm-hmm. just like a little Asian lady I live in Korea town mm-hmm. so I'm like oh bet you know and then I walk out and I'm like you know, I'm just getting my, like, you know, two-minute conversation on with the random people of L.A. to get my day going. Yeah. And she's like, you know, one dollar, one dollar. And I just, I was like, you know, I just I had a big smile on my face because it was, like, so sweet and endearing. But I was like, you know, nah. But I felt like if anyone could ask for a dollar, because whenever you get, like, approached by, like, a... A black guy or a big yeah. thing or, I was or expecting a white story. Yeah. And I was just like, Oh, I feel like it's okay because she's like, you know, she's an Asian lady. And I just felt like I was like oh, that's so sweet. You know, she could ask me, like, what well, is all good, you know? No. <laughs> but like other people, you're like, Oh man, here we come. Like Dunkin' Donuts, nah, New York, you're like, oh, this you know,
3: dude is asking for dope money. For probably the first five to seven years I lived out here, I gave money to every single person that asked, but you just you can't, can't do it. Can't do it because no. it's it's constant and then you become a target. Yeah. They see you giving it, and yeah. then their friends are coming up. And you're a mark.
0: Yeah. Like just yeah. Really I'm a I'm buster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I stopped yeah. doing that a long time ago. But because, like, yeah. I
1: was like, I really was like, not to say i prejudiced or anything, but I was like, oh, she's like, it's, you know, old Korean. I was like, that's cool. You know? I just felt like <laughs> if anyone gives the... it back, because you're like,
3: Shh, Korean ladies don't smoke crack. Like, so, you know, like, I not think. Like, <laughs> you know, I didn't think, you know. <laughs> Little do you know, 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 she took that dollar behind windshields. No, and... nah,
1: but I didn't give her a dollar. I just smiled oh, that's and let what... them She's like, Wendala, no, no, no. yeah. you know, that's like, all right, I respect your comp like. But you know, she was sitting inside. So, but anyways, cause some people you're like, do I have change? And sometimes I wanna say like Yes, I have change, but I actually collect my change. I have like hella. Yeah, I mm-hmm. love saving money. Yeah. You know, it seems extremely Jewish of me, but it's been like You said it's it. Still, I did. Yeah, I, it. Seem I, I seem super stupid. I didn't say that. He beat you to it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but like it's but like I love saving. I like always had piggy like I just always my dad, you know, I just started like a 401k and shit like mm-hmm. that and I'm like you know, when you work for yourself, you don't and no. no one's like there ain't no f- what four hundred one k man. It's like you gotta do it. I <laughs> yeah. was like, what do you mean? I gotta pay someone else? He's like, yeah, and they d- put a, spread it out over things. You'll get this little interest, and I'm like, sure. I got a thing, and I'm like, damn, my money's going down. But I'm like, oh shit, I got an extra couple thousand dollars because I put away. It automatically takes out. So I'm always like change, and mm-hmm. you know, especially street performing, someone will be like, I oh, only have change, and they whip out like you know seven dollars and quarters, and I'm like, <laughs> wow. yes. and I just, you know, just because <laughs> yeah. people have right. absurd amounts of change and. Anyways, so, so back to the comedy store. Not giving it to the Asian lady.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> it's not, poor Asian lady.
3: Yeah, back to the comedy store. Have, yes. have you done that before? Never. That's oh, no, cool. never. Do you have I've someone done, like, writing jokes for
1: you, or are you? No, doing this your own. Yeah. Do you know who, do who you're battling? Yeah. Yep.
3: Who you battling? Don't Just keep dude, us in suspense. Da- David Lucas. Okay. David Lucas. Okay. okay. Yeah. I mean, is he? He's... Is he? fat ugly yeah. of an ethnicity you can make fun of like wh- yeah like he's definitely has a lot of things that I've okay. definitely already written for <laughs> I, I feel you
1: know I'm yeah. going to say with a lot of conviction it's interesting cuz like in rap world I think in comedy world they like want you to be in touch and shit like they're like could you I'm like what do you want me to like give him all like I'm a public figure you could literally research me and never talk to me and just know so much sure. low blows about yeah. me so I'm not going to go forth and give it to you like nah. people see you on Instagram they're like why are you verified Plus, I'm like just your. write my name <laughs> in the fucking Google search and I got yeah. everything, dude. Like, plus,
3: plus if this dude is a comic, you don't want to give him an edge. No. being your first time, don't give him anything. No, no. dude, like make an effort. Don't
1: be a little lazy motherfucker if yeah. you're going against me. And you only get like three jokes. It's like yeah. you're gonna prepare two weeks for three jokes. I just came up with one like today, and yeah. like here, and you know, I come up with funny things to say all the time.
3: Yeah, uh, the the meaner they are, the better they do in those roast battle I have you no do. problem being extremely mean and disrespectful, right. disrespectful to people yeah. <laughs>
1: if
0: they ask you for a weakness just be like
1: I can't stop fucking this guy's mom <laughs> and <that's> yeah it. <laughs> and I, when I, everyone's like what do you mean what is a roast battle I'm like basically it's a place where it's totally encouraged to fuck someone's mom you know? that's, that's, it. It. <laughs> that's yeah.
0: it. mom is always a go to and you, yeah. you, you usually get points for that That you can't go wrong with moms and stuff
3: in, in this day and age of complete political correctness. I I think an outlet like a roast battle is a a healthy thing for society. Where it's kind of like a safe place to just be an asshole and (laughs) say whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a good thing. I
1: went to the open mic there the other day and this girl kinda got um like she just kinda bombed. I don't think she was just getting up there and she was super nervous and she was, you know, just Going, it was. It's very freestyle oriented. These, I've been on open mics and stuff and I'm like, well, I got four minutes up here to make people laugh and I'm not going to rap. I'm just going to kind of mm-hmm. be honest about my life and hopefully other people find it slightly entertaining. Mm-hmm. And in comedy, it's just, I just got so much more respect for comics because at least in, in hip hop, you got the beat and... And I have songs, and then I have like a little space in between each song to like make you laugh. But sure. you're ready, like drinking. You're at a you're concert. You're yeah. like into it. Here, it's like I just imagine like you know when BET used to have the trials for Freestyle Friday, and there would be mm-hmm. like 700 rappers outside, and the people are like, "I'm gonna fucking kill myself." And like it right. like, was like 37 comics last night. Yeah, and I'm uh-huh. like, if another person, you know, comes up and makes. Yeah. A decent joke, it's not good enough, so no one's going to laugh. And she didn't even make a decent joke. So this girl said something of the lines. And the funniest part was in, it was something with her hands. And um, she was in a job interview, and it was for a Jewish company, and they let her go. And then she just called the Jews apes. And I just thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> okay. Because I just <laughs> felt like, I was just like, everyone's like, what? That's, that's, like I was a, who called Jews apes? I don't even know like anti-Semitic slurs that actually yeah. called Jews apes. No, I don't think. Know. I don't think that is one. I think it's more in, in the black community. Yeah, yeah definitely. Like, you know. No,
0: I think you may have found the next Roseanne Barr. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but I was like the
1: like I was happy she totally called Jews apes because it kind of was like the funniest part. I was like, wow, we're apes. <laughs> you know, people,
3: people. The thing about comedy, stand-up comedy, it, it's hard. I, I tinkered with it this summer. I did like five, six shows, right? I had a good time with it. But people will see a rap show or a rock show, and nobody walks away from that thinking, oh, I could fucking do that. Like, it's mm-hmm. clearly being a rapper or a, a rock singer is clearly a skill that's hard to identify with, right? Yeah. People will go to a comedy show, and they'll walk away thinking, I'm funny. I could do that. <laughs> but it, it's not that simple. Yeah. There's a lot more to it. There's timing. There's the writing. Yeah. Then, there's timing work is in the everything. room Timing me. is
1: everything in life, and timing is definitely everything in comedy. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. I mean, I'm like.
3: Yeah. I did I did five or six shows and two of them were incredible. And I told the same jokes, two of them bombed completely. Yeah. And I'm like, what well, I, I didn't understand. Is the same jokes from this show to this show. Mm-hmm. Why is this one great and this one bombs? It's because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And oh, man. There's just definitely time for, there's like, it's, I can't explain timing more enough. I mean, how, I was like there last night and I'm like, man, I can't even enjoy this guy's joke because if I get called up and I didn't get called up because I like put my name in it, I'm like, I didn't want to. And I was like super nervous, which I find, it's really inspiring because I've been rapping for like on stages for 20 years, right? So when you get nervous to go on stage for three minutes, like that's kind of like, oh my god! Imagine starting over at you know, it's right. insane. So like, imagine if this slightly does work out on some level, <laughs> and um, and some guy's telling a joke, and here I am thinking about what joke I'm gonna tell because I'm also, and I'm like, man, that's that's so fucked up. Like that's what comedians have to deal with because there is some world of the rap world when you're rapping, and then someone's out there, and they're like. Psh- I should be on that state. Like, I should, like, mm. but I'm that good at rapping and I could, like, zoom in on people and I know how to, because I've bombed and I definitely know how to dig myself out of it by rapping really good and amazing people with dope lyrics and freestyles. And because if people aren't feeling the song, you could switch from the song to mm. just freestyling and calling someone out and doing it. So it's like comedy, but it's like a cheating with music. Mm. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you know, and because you have to, like, Get the people out of their stone cold vision, and yeah. a lot of rappers will be like this. If you guys could um, see me back, I'm just with my arms crossed, you yeah. know. I'm like, yeah, right. He's giving I'm me back the back death up. stare right now. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they try try to be cool about it. Yeah, but there were some amazing comics. Like I just like Reggie Watts came. Oh, he's great. And yep. he just signed up for Open my and that wasn't even that funny. I think he was just trying to get, try to work on something and. Mm-hmm. got up there and i'm like oh, all right reggie watts i'll probably be next <laughs> <laughs> no that's good we
0: saved a question for you because you know your jewish thing not they were gonna make a big deal out of it but you are jewish we're just gonna say they say that again um lebron james got in trouble recently because he rapped a lyric from a 21 savage song where he said we're getting that jewish money and oh, yeah. so people got upset and he had to apologize who got upset just this you know the the nameless faceless people right the internet (laughs) yeah the the people on the internet that have no names and no faces decided to get upset sure how do you how does that make you feel how
1: does the fact that people got upset make me feel or how does the the, the line make me feel uh
0: the, the line and then both yeah the line and then if uh the people got
1: upset well okay so there's see like anti-Semitism in general is like the the overall theme of it. Right. So it's when or, you know, that's the theme of the 21st century. Everyone's getting offended by everything. Mm-hmm. So let's just say there's, you know, transphobia, there's anti-Semitism, sure. there's racism, there's mm-hmm. male privilege. So an anti-Semitism, it takes different forms because LeBron James doesn't didn't mean it and Mm -hmm. 21 Savage didn't mean it but the fact that it's not the people that are doing it it's the comment section Mm -hmm. so for instance I mean you know LeBron James is like yeah I'm getting that Jewish money and some dude in like Alabama that's playing basketball is like the one (laughs) you know what I'm saying you know the one Jewish guy over there yeah they have Uh, They have all that money. Like, you know, and it it totally becomes their own thing. thing. And LeBron's not there to police them. He's just like, my bad, you know, love the Jews. Jews are tight. Peace out. And 21 Savage is like, yo man, out of respect, all Jewish people be getting money and I love getting money too. So, you know, that's all love. And, Yes, like I get to utilize that for my advantage because some people will be like, Kosh, Kosh Dill deals about his business or he's about his hustle and I respect him for his hustle. Mm-hmm. They don't respect me for my, they respect like my ambition. But in reality is like the deep history of anti-Semitism related to money. Well, Jews were money lent, like loaning money, but that yeah. was looked down upon as the most evilest job. So that's the job they gave to the Jews. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. So now we're going like, we didn't want to get on that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's the reality of it. So it's like, when in the Christians, they weren't allowed to. I don't think they're allowed to make money off each other. Like that's a sin. So mm-hmm. the Jews could like you know. We'll, we'll Isn't land. that the whole story? And that's the whole Jesus thing. Jesus flipping sure. the
3: tables. Wasn't that what that was about? But
1: I don't. know. Unfortunately, my religious background <laughs> is not that deep into Jesus flipping these tables. But yeah. <laughs> but when it comes to flipping these packs, uh, yeah. not the 20s one, savage. And the turntables, um, no. <laughs> but so the reality is like. 21 Savage comment sections and then you got like the black Israel like they're not even real Jews so yeah now oh, wow. the comment sections yeah. will be like yeah. you know what I'm saying because you and then you know we'll be like well what about you know Farrakhan and Leor Cohen right. stealing them so now it's become a whole thing and but mm-hmm. 21 Savage has nothing to do with that and I, I kind of like that that goes deep into the world of you know not they're not responsible for it, but it's it's mm-hmm. just all you need to do is water the little sprouts of it mm-hmm. and it blossoms into its own evil gotcha. flower. Gotcha. So so you're sure. saying
3: they're they're not they're not being anti-Semites, but they're responsible for a little bit of a ripple effect.
1: Yeah, yeah like but they just have to be aware that LeBron James has millions, he has more followers than the sure. president. You know yeah. what I'm saying? 21 Savage has a specific kind of follower and a bunch of so if you have a bunch of 21-year-old kids and 18-year-old kids that listen to 21 Savage. Mm -hmm. And there's Jewish people. I know Jewish people that specifically work on the 21 Savage team. And a lot of people, depending, they don't want to get involved. Like Jewish people, and I could speak as a representation of Jewish people, I think. Like, we've been hated since the eternity of time. So we really just, we're like, whatever. It's like another person hates us. It's Mm -hmm. like we're the only kind of people that actually been hated by everyone since the beginning of time. It's like been anti-semitic you know blood libel and there's all the jews are the reason for the world's demise so specifically jews have all the money you're we're responsible for you not having any money and that's what (laughs) that line has blossomed into onto the internet and if you go like i'll just say like this is a prime example for anyone listening you could go to the you know dame dash do you know dame okay so dame Dash was kind of you know kicked out of the little like Rockefeller. Yeah. yeah. And Dame Dash, everyone's talking about Leo Cohen. And Lior Cohen is responsible for, yes, a lot of people's success. And yes, they mm-hmm. talk about the tall Israelis or Mostef and, and, and the tall Israelis that like the big bad Jewish guy that is ripping all the rappers off in the African-American community mm-hmm. and taking all their money. Reality is, it's somewhat, the music industry is like that completely. But if you look at his Instagram post about Farrakhan, Farrakhan's a known anti-Semite. Sure. It's not about him getting called out by um, the guy who is who's the dude at Loud Records, um, Steve Rifkin. Yeah, Rifkin. Okay, so mm. Steve is like, yeah, I'm cool with it. Like, I know you don't. I know that you don't mean it's all love, and you know, mm-hmm. I ain't talking about Jewish people specifically, but I'm talking about this one guy who's Jewish, <laughs> and it's not about that. Look at the comment section, because mm-hmm. you know how people say I'm here for the comments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So this is all—we're all here for the comments, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is gonna have its own comment section, and then and we're then gonna, it'll spin into something. And else. then it'll spin into something else, and mm-hmm. that's kind of like ultimately what we want. And then you're looking at the comment section like, okay. <laughs> you know like i'm here for the comments what's this guy talking about and then you got the one dudes and they're like they're not even real jews and then like or now it just drifts over to political debate of the middle mm-hmm. east right and sure. then we're gonna be like okay well, what about this guy and and you know well donald trump is you, yeah. you know and all, pe-
3: people both i thought get we off were just, and they just, no, just, they just a rap it.
1: lyric bro <laughs> <Not that. laughs> yeah, yeah and people stroke their ego and everyone loves to say it, but i'm telling you in person like that's what it does so it's it's a silver lining and there's a coating of anti-Semitism and yeah, like there's nothing wrong with having all the money in the world and controlling everything that I do forever and ever and ever. But, <laughs> but yeah, we're getting this Jewish money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah go ahead. No yeah. offense. Right? Yeah. So yeah. ultimately, mm-hmm. is it anti-Semitic? I think, you know... Um, it's like a video game, man. Like everyone has like this secret weapon and it comes in all its different forms. And ultimately, the message in the end is like, beat the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And if you're always the bad guy, you know, it's going to take new forms. And we have to be consistently, as like Jewish people, we're like, all right, now anti Semitism is taking this form now. And now we're like, now we have to defend it on
3: Instagram. You know, yeah.
1: back when anti Semitism started, there was no internet.
3: (laughs) There was no phone. There was no
1: rocks.
3: (laughs) That's the thing about the social media. Like it gives, it gives an anonymous voice to people to say the kind of things that were probably out there being thought 20 years ago, but you, you wouldn't see it anywhere because there's no platform for that. Mm -hmm. So I think it just brings some, some shit out that, you know, it's probably good for us to hear that stuff too, so now, we know we're aware of it. Sure, right? you got to be aware. Out there.
0: But people are always more brave behind a keyboard than they are in, <laughs> in real well, life.
1: The thing is, like, yeah. you could actually feel what I'm saying to you sure. in real life. While yeah, we're here, mm-hmm. and there's a difference between asking you, like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: when you're one on, you know, a phone or distant away, or you know, yeah. or an email um, mm-hmm. to speak. There's similar things that have happened. And I see them all the time. I just always don't get publicized. If you go when there was, um, there was you know, fighting in Israel and then uh, DJ Khaled's Palestinian and then he'll uh-huh. post a picture of the Al-Aqsa Mosque. Yeah. And, and then you look at his other posts, like the level of interaction that anything with Jews get or anything Israel-related, which is a really small place, will just spruce off into its own thing. And mm. you kind of just let it go because, like, the
3: more comments, the more everything and just, you know, whatever. And that... It is is pretty amazing how touchy of a subject it still is. Like, if you bring up anything about that, it just goes off in both directions still,
2: Mm -hmm. you know?
1: And it's always going to. And the only people that know, it's like when it's involved in your whole life and you just, it's, it's new for people. People are like, oh, I don't know. Like, you could tell me certain countries that I don't know exists i was just meeting someone about she i'm like where are you from she's like oh bosnia and i'm like oh wait that's yugoslavia i'm like you know the cranberry song and you know like back mm-hmm. in the day and this is where this is split up with albania all these places i'm like i didn't even register and they're like yeah i'm a refugee and i was like I've been moving around and we forget about these places sure, you know sure. um, i well. learned about turkey albania when i was in israel and, and you know because Everyone loves Turkish coffee, right? Everyone mm-hmm. loves Turkish coffee, well, but I don't living drink. in living <laughs> <Is> in <laughs> is Los that a Angeles, thing? I didn't. I didn't know. Yeah, I don't drink coffee. You don't drink coffee. I I used to. You drink coffee, drink. sure. Yeah, every day. Turkish coffee is this little strong coffee. Now, when you go to, you know, and especially in Los Angeles, where mm-hmm. we have you know the largest Albanian population outside of Starbucks. I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, they don't call it Turkish coffee because Turkish mm-hmm. coffee, you know, Turkish. Like there was the Armenian genocide and it's it's, mm-hmm. rec- it's not even recognized by, wasn't recognized by Obama, America, like all over the world. So they call it Albanian coffee mm-hmm. and uh. it's the same exact coffee that they sell <laughs> in the Turkish airport and you're like, wow. And in, in Jerusalem, they have the Albanian Christian quarter and they're like, Albanian coffee mm-hmm. and you're like, bro, like I'm an I- Like I feel like an idiot that I didn't, doesn't come about that. But, you know, it's that's been over a 100 years since that happened. Yeah. So we have to be, you know, careful with our words because in today's time, words are what's gonna, we're most likely not gonna get shot or stabbed with swords. We're gonna, words are gonna be held against us. So something you say on here is gonna offend somebody for a long time and Mm -hmm. they're gonna throw everything at you and you're like, well, we were just Talking. Just talking. It was talking. Yeah, it deal. wasn't yeah. a big deal. And of course it wasn't a big deal. It's a, it's but it's a big just, deal,
3: guys. <laughs> just what you mentioned <laughs> uh, about Turkey. Like, we, we live in such a bubble here and we get so wrapped up in what Trump is doing sure. and what celebrity said this and that. Mm. Most of us have no idea really of the intricacies of what's going on between you know, Israel and the rest of the Middle East. Like, you know, we hear about the wars and everything, but we don't know if they, they don't talk about it on the news. They almost never cover that stuff on well, the news. Well,
1: they do cover it on the news. It's just not the news that we watch. I mean, how many True. people in L.A. even have a television, really? Yeah. You know, unlike, unless you're married with... You know, you might not have a TV. Mm-hmm. You're probably getting your news source on Twitter, you know, and things like that. And, you know... New York times and all these places. So yeah, we have our one vision or maybe a CNN or something or, you know, what's that's what the I'm local. main,
3: the mainstream stations, yeah. they don't, they don't cover it at all. Really? No, they cover, I it. mean, they might give you two minutes out of a, an hour about what's going on in the middle East. The rest of it is Trump hysteria. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's like, someone got
1: shot up. Something, yeah. Something got, it's hard. It's called hard news. You yeah. know, no, somebody dictates
0: what interests us and then they cater to that. And that brings advertising. And that's, that's what it is. That, you know, talking about Turkey and everything else, no one has told us to be interested in that. so Or they haven't shaped it in a way to be interested in that. Yeah. So that's that's so, why we well, we don't follow.
1: When I, you started coming to L.A. and you was just like, you know, oh, I'm sorry, like, I don't know if I was saying, I was like, Armenian coffee. So mm-hmm. every year they have, you know, the Armenian, like the, the, the anniversary yeah, the genocide, of it. And yeah. then they roll around with Armenian flags. And, um you're thinking like, wow, like I should maybe learn a little bit more about this community yeah, that's right. here. Like I have a dentist, who's yeah. Armenian, he makes Armenian music. And the most mind boggling thing is that, you know, because of the U.S.-Turkish relations and um, like the just Turkish coffee, because I, I love Turkish coffee. And then you're like, it's not called tur- co- Turkish coffee here. Right. <laughs> and you're like, what do you mean? It's not, <laughs> what do you mean? It ain't Dunkin Donut? Like, what is it? Like, nah, man, it's a Starbucks. Right, right. You're like, oh. Like, bruh, it's like the same thing. Like, no, man, it's not like... And because this never been resolved. Right, you it's, know? A,
3: it's also what they choose to teach in school, too. They, they never taught about the Armenian genocide in school. I don't think I heard about that till I was in my 20s. Yeah, just, yeah it's know?
1: really crazy, man. Yeah, um, So I'm always trying to, like... Because, you know, I got to be on the cusp of that because people are always trying to ask me questions about my history or this, that. And sure, you know, I, gr- I grew up differently with the Middle East, with an Israeli family. and We just, mm. like, we watch the news all the time. Like, in my crib. Like, back you home, like you have to. You... It's just a thing we do. Yeah. Like, I just yeah. remember watching, like, when we were being young in Israel. And, like, all right, there's, like, tanks, you know, shooting yeah. in Lebanon. And we're, like, just, like, all right, just, you know, watch and just eat food and watch the news, you know. <laughs> it's yeah, just, that like, could be, custom. like, a matter of
0: life and death if yeah. you don't watch yeah. the news. Yeah, you got to stay informed over there. Yeah, uh, just,
1: that's it. And, you know, I know people that don't watch the news, but I love I love the news. You know, I'm really interested in the news just because the news is told in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. It's reported differently in different places. Oh, which, yeah. You know oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Especially in the Middle East and yeah. by different people that are, like, taking news from the Middle East and delivering oh, it yeah. to their you Middle can, Eastern you can communities watch, anywhere. You can
3: watch a story on CNN, then watch it on the BBC, and then watch it on Russia Today, and it, totally it might as well be three different stories.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. yeah, the way they yeah. report on what's happened. Some people will say, like a policeman
1: was shot and then it will be like if 12, you know, six black men were arrested and the policeman, you know what I mean? So they'll be like, was well, not it the same, it's the same thing that happened, right? Like, yeah, there's one guy dead, six people
3: injured, three, 20 arrested, but it all gets what's they're, on they're, the they headline. Cater, they cater to their certain demographic, their audience, because yeah. they, you know, the news didn't used to be about um, trying to make money. Mm-hmm. It, it, it wasn't always that way. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, they decided that they they were... I think it's when, really when Fox News came out, or when CNN came out and they were 24-7 news, then the network started trying to compete with them and now they're they're interested in getting advertisers for their news programs, whereas before they used to just write off their news hour as mm-hmm. we're informing the people we're going to lose some eyeballs, we're going to lose some money. And listen, now they're trying to compete. If you circle back to the original question, which was you know the
1: Jewish comment, getting Jewish money with LeBron James yeah. and 20, from a Twenty One Savage lyric, mm-hmm. you know. Um some people's only new source is Instagram. The first thing I do, do, unfortunately, which I really hope to change this year mm-hmm. or, you know, just for the entirety of my life, is scrolling on Instagram. But I did the same thing with MySpace. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did it with Facebook. I do with Twitter. And, I do with Twitter. Yeah, you know? and Twi- yeah. I'm really, like, I'm, I'm liking the fact that I could grow, like, on social media and Twitter. Like, I'm always, like, interacting with Kanye. He doesn't interact back with me, <laughs> but I really, like, enjoy commenting and tons of people are, like, liking what I say. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, wow, you know, I could get this. But people, you know, I follow specific you know, news journalists from Jerusalem and stuff,
3: and then I follow I follow from yeah, the I don't far think,
1: left and the far right. I don't right think it's a bad it's just... thing you get
3: your news that way. I, th- I actually think it's a good way to get your news because you can follow people who are in the action and giving it to you straight without mm-hmm. the filter of the network. But sure. I think it's a good way to get the news. And the, o- ultimately, though, the people that listen to certain people, they're like... The people
1: that follow, you know, in anywhere in the hip hop industry, they're not getting their news really primarily from anything no. else except hip hop sources. Sure. So, you know, and that's all good, but, you know, that's what it just develops. And like if you guys are listening now, I'm telling you, man, go to the go go to the uh, Dusko Poppington, a Dame Dash situation where he's like, see I just posted like what's wrong with that you know and Mm. it's just like oh yeah like look at your comment section on that post and look on your comment section on something else that's like whatever Mm. you know look at your Christmas post and it's just it there's something there, and everyone's like, hey, you know what? I haven't talked about this for a while. Let me prophesize to the entire universe oh, yeah. my thoughts on religion, community, mm. who's responsible
3: for the world. And, you know, somehow yeah. the Jews get talked about a lot in those right. comments. Well, that, that's, <laughs> not, yeah. that's not news. That's just an open forum yeah. and a discussion. But you can you can get good news on social media yes, you could. if you're following you could. the right people.
1: Yeah. Yeah and that but you know unfortunately social media is great for people having a voice and also unfortunately social media same is, reason bro. yes <laughs> have people yeah. have a voice you know
3: We got uh anything else going yeah. on in the world to Yeah um about? what
1: you what are you doing tomorrow Kosha Tomorrow um
3: what is You going to ask him on a date Well
0: think about it. hey if you're free this is what I'm doing tomorrow Tomorrow is a big day because tomorrow <coughs> the show of the year so far and I know the year's early
3: <laughs> This is the show of the year so, the show
0: of the year is this a show? There, I surviving so. one. R. Kelly comes oh, on that, Lifetime. That, all right. Surviving R. Kelly, where supposedly fifty people that have had an experience with R. Kelly finally come out and say whatever everyone's is, you know, been. Is it intrigued a television about. show. Yeah, like on Lifetime. Like, I thought
1: it was like live, no, live at the Nokia Theater. <laughs> no, oh man, that'd be better. I, can't, I should have taken tickets live. for that musical.
2: <laughs> but no, so that premieres on Lifetime.
0: Um, here, we'll listen to uh, uh, some of the trailer.
4: because I knew at that moment I had a secret. Sparkle is alleged to have received significant payment. I didn't take the money because I can't be bought. He ain't a monster by himself. It took some help. I'm just ready to get the hell out of there. Black women don't get the same recognition as our white counterparts, and I wish that would
1: change. A grown man, fifty-something years old—that's not acceptable. Nowhere, way. nowhere. Way. All right. So was that R. Kelly? That well, he was. I'm a grown-ass man, fifty years old.
0: No, that was one of the. I guess one of the witnesses. So supposedly I think there's about 50 of them. You know, 50 folks have come forward in this. and They're
1: like, fuck it, let's make a TV show about R. Kelly.
0: Yeah, and the thing is, okay. what, what I predict, this is my thing. If this thing has juice, somebody is going to end up finding a way to charge R. Kelly by the end of this year. I just, have a, I just have a weird feeling. And then to compound that, if R. Kelly, and we've talked about it on the show before, if R. Kelly and Bill Cosby are the only people to go to jail over Me Too, there's going to be a problem. And it could be right or wrong or whatever. But I just have a feeling that and it, this may be something that doesn't have You're not, not
3: going to start standing up for R. Kelly, you I'm know, not, are you? No, Come on, you, you're, you're better than
0: that. I'm not standing up for either one. I can just tell you what's, what may happen. And if he did, obviously, what they say he did... Then
3: that's wrong you're He's saying going black to people are gonna have a problem with it because there's only two black people in trouble that's gonna be the story I'm I'm gonna just go ahead for 2019 I don't think that's gonna be the main story that might be a little subplot but there you know art Kelly's a bad dude man he now he was acquitted okay was acquitted so you I know. mean uh, I'm speaking purely of the allegations. I don't know what he did, but I mean, peeing on young girls and sex slaves and dungeons. I mean. All alleged. I shouldn't speak out of school. I don't know. I don't know what he did, but Mm. it sounds pretty, pretty grimy.
0: Yeah. No, that's Mm. it. Um, So January 3rd, I'll be in front of my TV watching this because I'm sure it's going to be What station is that on? That's on Lifetime. So, oh man, they're gonna beat I mean, him up so bad on Lifetime.
1: I mean, yeah, and once if Lifetime picked that show up, I mean it's yeah, his fate is sealed. I just yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So there's and never been like the never show been... like some of the first stuff I watched on Lifetime. I remember like Ben Affleck was like doing steroids. He was like reading something. It was like you know true stories about and there was stuff he was about, an athlete and yeah, a wrestler or something. Yeah, yeah and that. then they had the one girl that did like she had anorexia and bulimia and she was like storing her... And so and basically the point of me saying that is that it's. Doesn't look good for no, R. Kelly. No. <laughs> and, you know, but he created his own situation. It I mean, listen, one person, two pre- people, three, five. And I'm saying that he definitely has a huge sex addiction issue. Mm-hmm. And th- that's probably uncurable because he's probably, all he wants to do is just not deal with his
3: issues. But I think if he did want, deal with I his, his a, issues. I want to question that right there. Mm-hmm. The the term sex addict. Mm-hmm. I don't, I can't acknowledge that that's a real thing. It's a
1: rich man's disease. Um, That's mm, what it is. It's actually not. It's actually pretty classified. I mean, it's a, in tw- they have their own twelve-step programs and everything. Yeah, what but I know? mean, just
3: because you give it a twelve-step program doesn't doesn't mean it's a legit. It mm-hmm. just sounds like. I mean, all men. Yeah, well kind of sex addicts. It's just mm-hmm. some of us know how to keep our dick in our pants. Well, you know what I mean, I think that's like there's a big
1: I just read an article today about saying, like, oh, I clean a lot. That's OCD. Like, but OCD is actually a really debilitating disease. Mm-hmm. Sure. I've actually been diagnosed with OCD. I mean, it's really intense, you know. Yeah, and I'm also in recovery for like over 14 years mm-hmm. and, and, right. and, you know, from drugs and alcohol. But the only issue with food and sex is that it's, you know, there's also diseases with that in that area. But, mm-hmm. um, you have to have it. So it's like, you're your own trigger versus other things like you could remove yourself from alcohol and drugs. Like you could, you know, hang out with them and go get some, you know, Armenian coffee. But in in this
3: situation like (laughs) you're going to want to have... The difference is drugs... And alcohol, yeah, you can you can remove yourself from it. Your your desire to have sex with women is a normal and healthy desire. So you can't like exactly. What are you gonna do? You're gonna be celibate? Mm-hmm. Or men? Can't... Yeah, but
1: there's like yeah exactly. So I think in R. Kelly's situation, mm-hmm. with ego and power and and finance and also just you know complete yeah. freak mode. And there's nothing wrong <laughs> with being a freak. But I think there's as long as it's something like it, right. it doesn't exactly, sound like what exactly. Like I don't I don't think he got to number fifty and then. And then they all got a Lifetime, and he's like, wait, maybe I have an issue. I think maybe he was like, I can't, whatever. I'm yeah. just going to do all these things. So I think, mm-hmm. and no one's, the unfortunate thing is no one wants to hold R. Kelly accountable for anything because it's R. Kelly. And yeah, like, he's, gotten a,
3: he's gotten a pass.
1: People, yeah, he's gotten a pass. And, you know. Doesn't get a pass from me, a, but I don't think my whether pass for me doesn't doesn't amount to anything. No. He mm-hmm. needs somebody from the top saying like it needs to start from
3: the top and yeah. to the down to the down. Well, to the, this da- you know this I mean? might do some damage because every lifetime movie has if it the trends same on plot. Twitter. <laughs> every lifetime movie has the same plot. I'm a I'm a woman who's been damaged by a man. Now I'm going to take my wrath out, and that's that's every plot of every lifetime yeah, movie. And uh, a, he's the villain in this one, yeah. so they're going to get him.
1: How
0: how many unattractive poor people have sex addictions? Because I I don't think that's <laughs> a real addiction. I
1: think that, that's, what I, that's what I'm saying. Because I'm saying if you can't get it, well, well, then... no, well, uh, no, well I mean that you know could, it could, could realm with just masturbation, masturbation prostitution. But well, then that's me. That's a, that's, a, that's a porn addiction. That's at me. That point. That's well, me at that point. It's, yeah. All, yeah. it's all. I guess it's all intertwined. I guess mm-hmm. it's all intertwined under the
3: same twelve um, step program. If mm-hmm.
1: you're coming
3: off of heroin or alcohol, you're gonna have. You can actually die from alcohol withdrawal, you know, trying to detox on alcohol if you if you're yeah. a big enough alcoholic. Getting away from your sex addiction, there's no, you know, there's no physical um debilitating addiction. It's something that you can control with discipline and uh just reprioritizing. You need your to life. meet with R. Kelly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah yeah that's basically the moral of this podcast <laughs> yeah so tune
0: in and Kosha, if you're in the neighborhood come by i'll get popcorn we'll watch it together yeah hey, i'm gonna be
1: glued
3: what what's coming up for you show wise and mention that comedy thing again
1: sure yes um so january 8th uh roast battle at the comedy store um shout out to jay light good dude that uh hooked it up um Going to be doing the Sundance Film Festival. Go out there every year to play shows. Nice. And um, just working on my album. It's called Nobody Cares Except You. (laughs) I did a Kickstarter. uh, Raised about 20 grand. Been working. I've released two singles. The first single is Back and Forth, produced by Ballyhoo. The second one is um, Other Side of Happiness, produced and... um, Featuring Alvarez Kings, um, they're from Sheffield, UK, and songs about like a hundred thousand on Spotify. Got the, oh, wow. uh, it got the music video out. Got um, you know, just posted something on the Instagram and um, just man. How, how can people follow you?
3: Where uh, you at? Kosha
1: K O S H A D I L L Z. That's on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook.com, slash Kosha dills Kosha Um, if you want to hit me up, rapper friends at gmail. Whatever, say what's up. You know. I'm a rapper, I have some friends, let's be that together. See how, how warm and inviting he is, ladies and gentlemen. He
0: On the phone, he was talking to us while he was trying to get dinner that night. He's welcoming you into his social media life. Yeah, Look him up. Go see a show. We're going to check out the comedy thing because I think, that's I think be
3: so. hysterical. I think so. That'll be fun. Yeah, yeah.
1: so we'll, we'll be there. Hopefully I don't get, just don't boo, you know what I mean? Be like, well,
3: I mean, don't yeah. suck. Be like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know,
1: I'll be like, tell him about R. Kelly. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh my god. So, nah man, thanks for coming in. <clears throat> no, no, Very thank cool. you. Thank you, thank you. Always. And you can find us Facebook.com slash TheDadPresents. We're at the same spot on Twitter and Instagram. Dad. Follow us on iTunes. Follow us on SoundCloud and Spotify. Oh,
1: you know, I just want to say, I've been creating a podcast, actually. I haven't yeah. released it. It's called Hustle Beach, so okay. I've recorded like six episodes. And
3: Why didn't you release it?
1: I don't know. I'm just, like, figuring out how to do that and just rolling it all out. Um, so I'm going to start doing yeah, that. Sweet. But I just
3: want to say, hey. What is it? Hustle guys, Beach?
1: could be called Hustle Beach Podcast. Right yeah. Throw it out there. So it's going to be cool. It's all about, like, you know, hustling. Hustling at the beach, maybe? Yeah, kind of like Muscle Beach. <laughs> but Hustle Beach. But, you know, flexing on them. Hustle Beach. There That's go. a good rhyme. You must be a rapper. <laughs> Weird flex, but oy <laughs>
3: And
0: next week, got to tell you guys about our next guest. We have our first female on the show, ladies and gentlemen. Our Whoa. first female guest, Aisha Deal, who hosts a podcast? Just Wait, pod- last name is Dill? Dil. Deal. Like like so like we going from kosher deal to Alicia I... Deal. Oh my we should actually make this a contest and see how many deals we can get in a row. <laughs> is there anybody else we know? Like let's make a deal, Monty Hall. No, he's he... dead. Never mind. Um but she hosts the podcast. Shit Women Think About. That's going to be an interesting show. I would Thank love you, to, Maddie.
1: I need to connect That
0: could her. be a long okay. podcast.
3: <laughs> women love to tell you what they're thinking about.
0: So you guys asked for it. We've given it to you. Our first female guest, she's going to knock out some of the testosterone in this room. And
3: she's a gorgeous woman, by the way. So next week, Aisha Deal. Uh, we'll... I got an announcement. We got Go Rain Maida coming in. Oh. Our Lady Peace lead singer. Check that out. I haven't nailed down the date yet, but it's going to be in February. We're on fire, folks. You cannot stop us.
0: We're we're moving getting more interviews we we'll do have a bunch
3: of actors and big time people up. We're here.
0: we're getting in there. You know? Pretty soon I'm gonna branch out and go on my own and leave Maddie in the dust and start my own <laughs> singing group, but that's for later. Um but
3: I'm not even gonna respond
0: to that. <laughs> Uh,
3: where would you be without me where would the show be without me I'm kind of
0: like Beyonce and you're like uh, you know the other one you're like the other people who left the non
3: bitchy ones (laughs) alright that that sounds about right SWV
0: yeah or STD that's you you're STD That's fair. <laughs> so, That's fair. Anyway, thank you guys once again for listening. Please continue to send questions. Uh, subscribe. Uh, rate us. Do whatever you want. But get us feedback. We, we thrive on that stuff, folks. Take care of your folks. Take care of yourself. Take care of your kids. Take care of everybody. Enjoy the beginning of this new year. We'll see you next Happy week. Happy New Year. Peace. <laughs>